Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. If you've been a listener for a while, or if you just recently started listening, you have probably caught on by now that I am not just about helping you with the actions when it comes to eating habits and weight loss, but also the thoughts that you have, which greatly impact your results. So today I want to give you some thoughts to overcome emotional eating. I will explain how exactly these thoughts will create better results results for you regarding getting control of your emotional eating. Before I completely dive in though, I have a fun new thing to announce that will benefit you greatly and that is free written coaching. This is an opportunity that I'm opening up just a couple of times a month and it's only for those who are on my email list. So you're going to want to get on my email list by either signing up for the weekly tips on my website or signing up for the free class on my website. This week is the very first week that I'm doing it and emails have already gone out yesterday as far as <laughs> from the day that this podcast is actually released and published. You can also find the links for these on the episode page, and I'll also put a link in the episode description if you're listening to this podcast from a podcast app like Apple or Spotify and not on my website. So a couple of times a month, I will be opening the written coaching. You'll get an invitation via email for you to submit something that you need help with or coaching on regarding eating habits, weight loss, your mindset, even things like body image, confidence, motivation, all the things that are related to eating habits, weight loss, and your mindset around these things. And certainly eating habits includes all the things like emotional eating, cravings, overeating, mindless snacking. So what you submit will be completely confidential, of course, and I will respond back with some written coaching for you to help you. And you'll be able to save this. You can copy and paste this written coaching and save it for yourself to refer back to. The thing is, I don't know how many people I will get submitting things, and there is only one of me, so I'm limiting it to the first five people to submit the thing that they want coaching on. If you're one of the first five, then you'll receive an email within a couple of business days letting you know that your question was answered and giving you a link to click on to get your written coaching response from me on a secure and confidential page. And that's for you only. What I recommend is before you hit the submit button with your thing that you need help with or coaching on, copy and paste it and put it somewhere else on your phone or on your computer, like in a Word document, etc., just in case you weren't one of the first five. That way, the next time I send that email invitation out, opening up the written coaching, you can just copy and paste your previous thing that you wanted coaching on, but you 
weren't one of the first five and you can get yours in super quickly the next time. That all being said, I do recommend that you be as detailed as possible so that I can best help you. I know you want to get your submission in quickly. However, you will get the best coaching if you're more specific. And like I said, even if you're not one of the five for that time, just copy and paste and you'll likely to be one of the five for the next time I open it up. I'm going to do this for the next few months um, over the summertime. So more than likely, you'll get your chance to get that free written coaching directly from me. So fun. So make sure that you are on my email list if you aren't already. All right, so let's jump into the three thoughts to overcome emotional eating. Now, these are not the only three thoughts that you can use to overcome emotional eating, but these ones were three that I thought would be very helpful for you. Why do we care about thoughts in the first place? So that's the first question that I'm actually going to present and answer for you. Thoughts have such an impact on your results because Thoughts affect how you feel, meaning your emotions, and how you feel then affects your actions or the inactions that you take. And of course, the inactions or the actions you take always produce some sort of a result, right? It may be the result you want. It might not be the result you want, but it's always going to produce some sort of a result. Therefore, your thoughts will always trickle down to your results. They'll always greatly impact your results. We want to try to optimize your thoughts to best serve you. And that's part of my job as a coach, not just to help you with the how-to or the actions and give you all the steps and guide you and make sure you're doing the things that you want to do, but to actually help to optimize your thoughts to best serve you so that you're feeling feelings and emotions that will help you with those actions or inactions or reactions that will help to create the results you want, whether that's specific eating habit results or whether that's more of a broad thing like weight loss results. So just to be clear, not that you have to be thinking positively, feeling positively, doing positively all the time. Of course not. You're a human being. But when you're looking for a certain result that you desire or that will be good for your health, your well-being, or your future that you want, you're going to want to try to increase the likely that you get that result, of course. You can increase the likelihood that you'll get the result if you are thinking, feeling, and behaving like the person who gets that result, much more so than if you are not thinking, not feeling, and not behaving in a way that will help you get the result. And by behaving, I mean doing actions, reacting, or not taking action, so inaction. So let's just do a really general example. If you find yourself in the act of emotional eating, like you are like mid bag of chips or mid sleeve of Oreo cookies. I personally don't like Oreo cookies. I love like all other cookies, but those ones I don't like for whatever reason. So let's just say you're finding yourself in the act of emotional eating and then you have a thought that makes you feel badly about it. This can increase the likelihood that you continue to emotionally eat because we emotionally eat in order to try to feel better, to decrease discomfort. So if you're 
thinking something that's making you feel badly about yourself because you've just sort of caught yourself in the act of emotional eating, or maybe it's right after the fact, then that discomfort is likely to make you want to continue to eat to try to feel better. Or sometimes people can have that mentality of, well, screw it, I already messed up, so I'm just going to continue to eat, right? So that's kind of like that all or nothing thinking. That's very typical for people who are perfectionists and lots of career women can be perfectionists. So you continue to eat the cookies or the rest of the bag of chips, just resulting in more emotional eating and then more pain from that because you feel like you're just digging yourself a deeper and deeper hole. There can even be some shame. Whereas if you find yourself in the act of emotional eating and have a thought about that, which produces a more neutral feeling or emotion, your actions thereafter will be different. So different thoughts produce different feelings, which produce different actions. By a more neutral feeling, I just mean something that's not strongly negative or strongly positive. Because certainly most people that find themselves emotionally eating, and this is something they want to stop, are not going to feel happy that they were just emotionally eating, right? Of course not. So we really have to be realistic here and aim for something that's a little bit more neutral, not a feeling or emotion. I use those terms interchangeably that's making you feel terrible, but not trying to fake a feeling of happiness either, right? This is just unrealistic, at least unrealistic if you're going from a negative feeling or negative thought, right? We can certainly move towards more pro more positivity, but first we need to just get out of that real negativity that isn't serving you, or at least be aware of that first as a first step. Be aware of that negative thought causing the negative feeling that then is not leading to actions that you want to be taking. And that's what my hope is just explaining all this to you is just to give you that first step, that awareness. But also I'm going to help you to get into more of that neutral feeling to really help you to overcome emotional eating. So to do that, we just have to get a little bit more of a better feeling emotion to get more to that neutral or even somewhat positive emotion. I want to give you another general example just to make sure that you understand this concept of how a thought will impact your results. Because most of my listeners are career women, let's do a good one for career women. That makes sense, right? So imagine that you messed up on a project for work. You could either think a thought like, I'm so bad at this. I'm such an idiot. I should find a new job. How do you think any of those thoughts would make you feel? probably pretty lousy. And a lot of times those thoughts are kind of like those initial thoughts. And sometimes after you think about it a little bit and calm down, you might have a different thought. And that's kind of something that's um, maybe a little bit more intentional. But a lot of times that default thought, that first thought that you go to and sometimes can really sit in is one of those negative thoughts, right? So those, any of those thoughts are probably going to make you feel pretty lousy. So let's just choose one feeling or emotion that thoughts like these would probably cause. Maybe a feeling of incompetence or feeling incompetent. Let's say that you feel incompetent when you think any of these thoughts. 
When you feel incompetent, what are typically the next actions that you might take or inactions out of that place of feeling incompetent? You might sit there and sort of sit in that self-pity, maybe start looking at other jobs, maybe even keep talking negatively to yourself, maybe look for other ways that you are incompetent in other areas just to beat yourself up more. And that's actually also because your brain likes to sometimes try to prove thoughts true by looking for more evidence. And that evidence is not necessarily the truth. Our brains actually just like to search for things to back up a thought. Brains are really odd like that. It's also possible that you try to learn from your mistakes when you feel incompetent. So not all of the actions are like non-productive actions. So you can still take some quote unquote good actions from incompetence, but What if you had a different thought that produced a better feeling emotion and took action from that emotion instead? So like, for example, if you felt incompetent because of one of those negative thoughts, but you still took action to try to learn from your mistakes and fix it going forward, what if you could take action from a better feeling emotion, right? So more likely you'd have a better experience because you would just feel better. But also you might get more from those actions. You might be able to make more progress with those actions, right? Or that better feeling emotion might generate some additional actions that are really positive and really productive. So let's just explore a little bit. Imagine that you messed up on a project for work again and instead you had a thought like, Okay, well, at least I know where I can improve, so next time I'll do a much better job. What kind of feeling do you think would occur from a thought like that? You might feel motivated to look into how you can improve and start making those improvements, right? So motivation is a better feeling feeling. And so when you have that feeling to back up your actions, you're probably going to be making better quality actions or doing better quality work, right? And you probably won't be sitting in a funk feeling terrible about yourself, at least not any more than for like a hot second, right? You won't be sitting there wasting time and sitting in self-pity. You'll be much more likely to have growth from the experience so that next time you produce the results that you really want to produce. The next chance you get to do a great job, you do. And you may not be perfect, but you do better than before, and that's what counts. Now, let's bring it back to emotional eating. I'm going to give you some thoughts to help you overcome emotional eating, but first I want to tell you how you can use them. You can either use them if you find yourself in the act of emotional eating right after you've realized that you were just emotionally eating or even ahead of time to help decrease the negative thoughts, feelings, and actions that occur after like a future episode of emotional eating occurs. So basically any of these three thoughts are really good to have on hand to use when needed, either in the act, after, or ahead of time in sort of preparation for. All right, so thought number one to overcome emotional eating. I emotionally ate, now what? 
This is a really simple one to have. And what it does is centers you in on what your next steps are going to be, showing you that you have the choice and that even if you didn't feel like you were in control of the emotional eating, you now have control of the next step. This is really important. You have control of what you're going to not only do, but also what you're going to think and feel or even not do, right? Also, this thought starts out with I emotionally ate, which really is just very neutral, right? It's not putting any judgment on it. It's just stating a fact. This is really key because as soon as you put a judgment on something or label it as bad, that's when it starts to spiral into feeling badly. That thought, I emotionally ate, now what, is not a negatively charged thought, but one that's just a little bit more neutral, right? A little bit more matter of fact, and let's control the next step. Let's move forward. This is going to leave you feeling so much better than if you have a negative thought about emotional eating and start beating yourself up and then feeling badly afterward. It's going to leave you feeling in control of the next step or steps. It's going to leave you feeling more powerful rather than powerless or at the mercy of the emotional eating. Thought number two to overcome emotional eating is I'm someone who is working towards no longer emotionally eating, or at least we're not meant to be perfect. There's not an expectation that you'll never emotionally eat again, right? Because we're humans, there's going to be times when we emotionally eat, but this is just sort of the goal to no longer have that emotional eating habit, right? So that's what I mean by no longer emotionally eating is is just to sort of break this habit, break out of feeling like emotional eating is something that is frequent for you and make it so that you are the one in control and you can really minimize the instances where you emotionally eat. So Emotional eating is really just an eating behavior, right? That can become a habit or it might just be an eating behavior that's not an actual habit yet, but it's not your identity. And with this thought, you're separating yourself from the eating behavior and you're also giving yourself some grace and encouragement. So I'll just repeat this thought again. I'm someone who is working towards no longer emotionally eating. So you're separating the fact or at least becoming or creating awareness around the fact that emotional eating is just the behavior and you're someone who is working on that behavior. So think of it like you telling yourself that you are in the process of breaking that eating habit, right? Because even if you feel like you're not doing a great job of breaking an emotional eating habit, you're still at least actively working on it, right? You're still making some progress. If you're listening to this podcast, in fact, that means that you're doing at least some of the steps to move yourself closer to this goal of getting control of this eating habit. So when you have the thought, I'm someone who is working toward no longer emotionally eating, what emotion do you think that would create in you? Just think about that for a minute and try to put a label on that emotion. Try to name that specific emotion that you feel in your body personally if you're thinking that thought. All right, so thought number three to overcome emotional eating. 
I will have a plan in place if I emotionally eat again. I love this lot. Well, I love all of them, but this one really would make me feel like the next time I've got this. It has this vibe of I'm planning ahead. So no matter what happens, I will have a plan that I've decided ahead of time that's going to serve me. It makes you feel a little bit more prepped, a little bit more in control, right? So this thought can really leave you feeling secure, confident, like I said, in control. These are all such great feelings. And if you have a plan in place, you're going to have a better outcome most likely, right? And typically when you plan something ahead of time, you're more likely to follow through on it rather than if it's just something in the moment. In fact, there's research on this. So again, with all of these thoughts, you're going to have better feelings, right? Feelings that are at least more neutral or even a little bit more positive rather than those negative feelings that are not going to be great fuel for your actions that you're going to want to be taking to get the results you want. But these thoughts will make you feel better and that's going to be better fuel or better motivation or better energy behind what you do next and what you do in the future. And that will get you much better results when it comes to overcoming emotional eating. Like I said, whether it's just a habit and it's done frequently, or if it's something that's not necessarily a habit yet, but you're fearing that it's becoming a habit, so you want to just nip it in the butt, right? So if you are just completely lost on this and need my help, I can help you. If you feel like you can't do this stuff on your own and want to gradually learn how to be able to do it on your own, that's my bread and butter, right? The goal is to help you, guide you, coach you, right? And teach you, but also empower you so that you are actually learning these skills and this is becoming part of who you are. You just naturally start thinking, feeling, and doing like the person that has the results. Help so that you are able to maintain those results without me because it's just something that you do automatically now. So it's a permanent result. That's why coaching is an investment in your future because it creates permanent results. We create results together and I teach you how to keep those results going by coaching you on your thoughts, feelings, and actions that create those permanent results, those healthier lifestyle changes, those healthier habits so that you're not continuing to spend time on the thing that you're struggling with now. We work together for a period of time so that you then don't have to waste any more time for the rest of your life on this thing that is a pain point for you right now. If you want to talk about permanent change for you, whether your goal is to break one specific eating habit, several eating habits, or lose weight, I can help. We can talk about it if you book a free consultation with me. I'll ask you a whole bunch of questions so I can learn more about you. And a lot of times these questions will even help you learn more about yourself and really clue you in on some things that you didn't realize before about your eating habits and give you a clear idea of how exactly you can get to where you want to be. 
And then you get to decide if you want to make that happen. Simple. Just the free consult will leave you feeling a lot lighter and more clear about your situation and what specifically will get you from where you are now and all that you're struggling with now to where you want to be and how to actually overcome those barriers. To book your free consultation, just visit katemjohnston.com forward slash consult. Or if you're listening to this episode from my website, you can easily find it on the episode page. And a reminder, if you're on my email list, be on the lookout for the invitations for the free written coaching. Take care. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk with you soon. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.